Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! strange visitor from the planet Krypton who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen... And now to our story. When Jimmy Olsen found a silver arrow buried on Tumbleweed Jones Ranch, things began to happen. The arrow was engraved with a riddle in rhyme. If he who finds it has no fear, he'll search the stream neath the galloping steer. In the deserted ghost town of Dead Man's Gulch, Kent, Jimmy, and Tumbleweed found the second arrow, which in turn led to a third. Having learned from an old prospector known as Hopeful Jake that a legendary character called the Silver Arrow once roamed Lost Valley... Kent is certain the carefully hidden arrows with their mysterious rhymes must lead to something important. But evidently, others have the same idea. Some very active ghosts have suddenly come to life in Dead Man's Gulch. First, Kent and Jimmy were almost trapped in a cave by a man-made landslide. Then, Tumbleweed was struck from behind and left roped and gagged in one of the ghost town's deserted shacks. To cap everything, a mysterious tapping led our friends to the second floor of the shack where they found a young girl bound to a chair. Strangely enough, she was wearing, as a hat ornament, a duplicate of the three silver arrows. As we pick up our story, we find Kent about to question her regarding it. Listen. Now, this silver arrow, Mary, do you mind telling us where you got it? Not at all, mister. What was that? Look, over there on the wall. I'll be a bobtailed coyote. It's another silver arrow. Come through the window. Is it Mr. Kent? Yes. A note attached to it. A note? Gosh. Oh, what does it say? Well, we'll see in a minute. Ah. Hold that candle up, Jimmy. Yeah. That's it. Well? Oh, wait a minute, Jimmy. It's written in pencil and it's a little hard to decipher. The handwriting is childish. Come a little closer with the candle, yeah? Yeah, That's better. Maybe I can read it, Mr. Kent. I teach kindergarten back east and I'm accustomed to children's writing. Oh, you probably can. Here. No child ever wrote this. It's the handwriting of an old man. Oh, can you read it? I, I think so. Now, let's see. Leave now and don't never come back. Give up looking for more silver arrows or you'll be finding them in your back. Gosh. Yeah, I don't suppose it's signed. No, no, that's all it says. Leave now and don't never come back. Give up looking for more silver arrows or you'll be finding them in your back. What does it mean? You three wait here. I'm going out to look for whoever sent us this pleasant little note. I'm a-going with you. I think you'd better stay behind, Tumbleweed, and keep an eye on Jimmy and Miss Lewis. Well, nobody has to keep an eye on me. I can take care of myself. Look. What? It's a cat out the window. It's a man. Heading for the hill. Stand back. Stand back. I'll get that man with my bow and arrow. Hurry, Tumbleweed. Here goes. Did you get him? If I did, I just winged him. He's running like a local steer. I'll catch him. Oh, hold on, Mr. Kent. I'll come with you. You and Mary wait downstairs for us, Jimmy. Okay, Mr. Kent. Can you see the steps, Miss Lewis? This candle doesn't give much light. Be careful. I will. 
You better let me hold your arm. Easy now. One at a time and feel your waist. Some of the boards are pretty rotten. There. Now we're all right. Who do you think shot that arrow through the window, Jimmy? Gosh, I don't know. A lot of funny things have been happening around here. Things that are pretty tough to explain unless you believe in ghosts. Dead Man's Gulch is supposed to be a ghost town, you know. That simply means it's deserted, Jimmy. Well, for a deserted town, it certainly has plenty of activity. You know, I still don't understand how you had nerve enough to come out here alone. You never did tell us what brought you to Dead Man's Gulch. Well, it's a long story, Jimmy. You said you were looking for something. Has it anything to do with that silver arrow you're wearing on your hat? Yes. Where did you get that silver arrow, Miss Lewis? I'd feel much more comfortable if you'd call me Mary instead of Miss Lewis. Gosh, I, I would if I didn't know you were a school teacher. Kindergarten teacher. Don't let that frighten you, Jimmy. Okay. Well, where did you get that silver arrow, Miss... Mary? My grandfather sent it to my mother many years ago. I was searching through an old trunk recently and found it with a faded letter that Grandfather Cummings had written. It mentioned the silver arrow. It said to guard it closely because it had great value. Oh, did your grandfather used to live out here? Yes, my mother was born in Lost Valley. But she doesn't remember her father at all. Her mother brought her east when she was only an infant. Didn't your grandfather go with him? No. Seems he was a western bad man, Jimmy. A cattle rustler. And his wife, my grandmother, left him and went east with my mother. Oh. They never saw him again. And the only time they ever heard from him was when he sent the silver arrow. Gosh. Was he a real western bad man? Did he hold up stagecoaches and things like that? <laughs> I imagine so. Golly. Well, why did he send your mother the silver arrow? Well, that's what brought me out here. When I found the arrow in the trunk and, and read the rhymed inscription on it, I realized that Grandfather Cummings must have had some reason for sending it. I guess you're right. Because the three silver arrows we found must lead to something. Say, I wonder what happened to Mr. Kent and Tumbleweed. Think we ought to go out and look for him? Mr. Kent said to wait here. All right. This candle is getting smaller and smaller. I'd hate to be stuck here without any light. It's bad enough. Jimmy. What's the matter? I felt a cold draft. So did I. The candle's flickering. Someone's opening a door. Who's there? Jimmy, the candle. It's out. Have you got any matches? No, tumble we took them. Someone's coming toward us. Where are you, Jimmy? Right here. Hold my hand. Don't be afraid. Can't we get out of here? I don't know which way to turn in the dark. I think I'd better yell for Mr. Ken. Mr. Ken! Mr. Clark! Jimmy! Someone's got me. Yell for her. Help! Mr. Ken! Help! Help! Step on it! Mr. Ken! Mr. Ken! Coming! Jimmy! I'm all right. She knocked me down. Scott, what happened? Why is it pitch dark in here? The candle blew up. Someone attacked Jimmy. What? Strike a match. There. Jimmy, are you hurt? No, I just got the breath knocked out of me. You scared him off, Mr. Ken. Scared who off? Someone opened the back door and the draft threw the candle out. Are you sure it wasn't the wind? Oh, no. We heard footsteps and the floorboards creak. And the wind doesn't wear whiskers, either. What are you talking about? Look. Oh, wait, the match went out. I'll light another. There. Where's that piece of candle you had, Jimmy? Yes, I dropped it. There it is on the floor. Oh. There. I'll light it and set it on the table. Better than striking matches continually. There we are. Now, what were you saying about whiskers, Jimmy? I've got a handful of them. What? White whiskers. Look. Well, where on earth? Whoever jumped on me in the dark had a long white beard. Leaping lizards, Mr. Kent. I'll bet a dollar to a donut it was 
What's his name? Who? Oh, you know, that old prospector. Hopeful Jake. Oh, no, no, it, it, it couldn't have been. Well, how do you know? He had a long white beard, and, and he was the only one who wanted us to stay away from Dead Man's Gulch. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm sure it was Hopeful Jake, Mr. Kent. I tell you, it couldn't have been, Jimmy. You'll see why in a moment. Here comes Tumbleweed now. Hey, yonder, low down, single-shanked Caillou. I got a mind to run you so full of arrows, you won't be good for nothing but probate. Get inside there before I lose my temper. Get Why, it's hopeful, Jake. You ain't got no call to treat an old man this way, Tumbleweed. All I done was play a little joke on you. We don't pick a hanker into them kind of jokes, you spavin' old wheeze box. Yeah. Now, do you see why the bearded man who attacked you couldn't have been hopeful, Jake, Jimmy? Wait a minute. I'm not quite sure. Hey, let go of my beard. Oh, you're right, Mr. Kent. It's a different beard. What's going on here? Why, someone attacked Jimmy and Mary while we were chasing hopeful. Jimmy wrestled with whoever it was and managed to pull a handful of hair out of his beard. Why, you mean to say there's another loco bearded hombre loose in the gulch? Ah, that's what it looks like. I told you, I warned you it ain't safe to go messing around in no ghost town. Nobody is asking you for no opinion. If it ain't safe for us, it ain't safe for you, neither. Is this the man who shot the silver arrow under the window? Yes. He says it was a practical joke just to scare us. Don't put no stock in that, man. Hopeful Jake ain't spoke the truth for as long back as I can remember. Uh, you've got no call to say a thing like that, Tumbleweed. It ain't right and it ain't decent. I'm an old man. Yes, but not too old to wander around in the darkness playing what you call practical jokes on people. Now, are you going to tell us why you've been trying to keep us away from Dead Man's Gulch, or do we have to turn you over to the sheriff? We ain't turning him over to no sheriff, Mr. Kent. If and he don't talk, and talk mighty quick, we're going to string him up. Huh? Uh, maybe you're right, Tumbleweed. That would be the easiest way. No, no, you, you can't do that. It's against the law. The law won't have no part of this. We'll just heist you up and let the buzzards pick your skinny carcass clean. Get the rope off on my saddle, Mr. Kenton. Uh, I'll talk, I'll talk. I'll tell you everything I know. It ain't much, but I'll tell you. Go ahead. Just one thing I want to know, Hopeful. Why did you try to keep us out of Dead Man's Gulch? Because there's something here that belongs to me. Something I've been hunting for 30 years, and I aim to find it before I die. Evidently, you're not the only one who's looking for it. There's someone else in this town, the white-bearded man who wrestled with Jimmy. Do you know who it is? Reckon I do. Oh? I've been nursing and feeding him for a long time, trying to get him to think straight. Trying to get him to tell me where he buried it. Buried what? I don't know, but I reckon it's silver. Pounds and pounds of silver. Well, who is this man? What's his name? You heard what Mr. Kent said, Hopeful. <laughs> What's his name? His name? Well, it's... Oh! Catch him, Mr. Kent. Okay, I got him. Mr. Kent, what happened? He's been shot in the back. What? With a silver arrow. Silenced by a silver arrow knifing out of the darkness, Hopeful Jake slumps into Clark Kent's arms just as he's about to reveal the secret of Dead Man's Gulch. Has the silver arrow silenced the old prospector forever? The story is rushing to an exciting climax, so don't forget to be with us for the next revealing episode. Tune in and listen with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.